Hello and welcome to Dealcast. I'm Julianne Needham. Today we're joined by Deal reporters Julia Lasagne to talk about the Italian market and also by Dean McRoby to talk about Creat Group's bid for Biotest. Julia, firstly to you, you've just returned from Milan and Rome. What's the overall sentiment there like about deal making and what are the big deals that people are talking about? Uh, overall sentiment is positive in Italy. Economic conditions are improving and deals, of course, uh, are benefiting from that. Uh, secondly, the banking crisis has been partially solved thanks to the rescue um, solutions for banks, including Veneto Banca and uh, Banca Popolare di Vicenza, along with Monte dei Paschi di Siena. So that has contributed to uh, giving investors the perception of increased um, stability um, in, in the banking sector. The two big deals at the moment are the, I would say, are the merger between Essilor and the Luxottica, which is currently being examined by the European Commission, which is carrying out a phase two investigation into the deal. Uh, the other top deal is um, probably the potential takeover of the Spanish uh, company Abertis by Atlantia, an Italy-based company. Atlantia has put forward an offer, but uh, there is a competing offer by uh, Octif, a German construction company, in cooperation with a Spanish company called ACS. So that's another top situation that's keeping uh, investors busy in Italy. And what about ECM activity? We've got banker Carige poised to launch a capital increase of around 600 million euros. Um, the IPO landscape has also been upbeat. What, what are you seeing with the ECM market? Yes, the ECM market is also uh, very upbeat at the moment. So the next big event uh, will be, um, I guess, Carriage's capital increase, and uh, which is poised to start in a couple of weeks. Uh, pre-marketing activity has started uh, already, uh, according to reports. Uh, we also have another IPO, um, at least another IPO for the remaining part of the year. It's uh, the IPO of a gaming company called GameNet, which is uh, set to happen by the end of the year. Next year uh, could see several IPOs. Um, companies that have been mentioned include uh, Valentino, but also Ansaldo uh, Energia, for instance. So we can see that there is uh, optimism on that front as well. So quite a lively market um, on the ECM front as well, along with the M&A front. And with this overall positive environment, what are the top risk risk factors for dealmakers? I would say that uh, probably the top risk risk factor at the moment is uh, political instability um, associated with the election uh, in the next spring. So it's not perceived yet, but from uh, what I understand by talking with um, market practitioners, that could be um, a risk factor uh, next year in the first uh, quarter. So we'll have to see what happens. Um, There is a lot of uncertainty around that event in the sense that um, it's possible that there will not be a clear winning of the election and that will trigger potentially um, instability in the country uh, at the political level. On the other hand, some people say that uh, Italy has been known for political instability for a long time, so that might not be perceived as such a huge risk by uh, investors. Thanks, Julia. Now, Dean, coming to you, Creat and Biotest, why is this seen as an unusual deal? It's a very unusual deal because you have two tradable situations. The first being preference shareholders um, not being able to vote on the terms of the deal. Uh, They uh, look 
uh, to be in position to challenge the terms of an eventual domination agreement. This being a German company, yes. hence the domination agreement. Exactly. And uh, because, of, because of this, the preference non-voting share class is actually trading above the offer price. So you have a negative spread um, for preference shares. Now, both preference and ordinary voting shares could be in jeopardy because of the uh, fact that the deal is under CFIUS review. Now, CFIUS, the uh, Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States, is um, taking a look at this deal, uh, which is a bit odd because uh, prior to the Trump administration, this would not be something CFIUS would have looked at. And traditionally, it has looked only at deals that directly affect national security. But the new administration in the U.S. is um, looking to make a show of cracking down on foreign investment, specifically Chinese-led foreign investment in the U.S. So for very little good reason, uh, the, uh, this deal has fallen under CFI's review. Now, uh, just to illustrate why this is not something that um, CFIUS would have traditionally looked at. Create actually bought uh, a very similar company, BPL, uh, about a year ago that, like Biotest, also has US-based plasma collection facilities. Uh, that deal was not looked at by CFIUS. And a year ago, it would have seemed almost mad to look at a pharma deal from a national security standpoint. Now, this deal has been caught in CFIUS's dragnet, and um, CFIUS is looking at uh, the potential risk of having a Chinese private equity controlling uh, U.S. plasma donors' clinical data. So are you saying that CFIUS's remit has expanded under Donald Trump, and they're, they're looking at a much wider range of deals now than, than previously? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, it is uh, highly political, and one can... Uh, only guess that this might uh, be used as a uh, as a bargaining chip uh, when Trump visits China next week. Uh, but this is uh, part of a big show to um, make it seem as though uh, national security is is uh, more of a concern than ever when assessing foreign investment. So it sounds like CFIUS is a, is a major hurdle for this to overcome. Do you have any idea when the deal is likely to close? The stop date is the 26th of January, and now this deal was re-notified uh, to CFIUS sometime, we were told, uh, near the end of the summer. Uh, this would be about mid-late September. Now, uh, if this is true, the uh, standard CFIUS timetable would indicate a, uh, uh, that the review would wrap up sometime around mid-November, which also coincides nicely with Trump's visit to China. And are there any other major approvals that are needed? None whatsoever. All of the capital is outside China. Um, it's either in Hong Kong or Germany, and as German law requires, it is a German bidco. So the uh, there are no capital issues and no other regulatory issues. The BMW and I, uh, BMWI rather in Germany has also um, approved the deal. Great. Thanks, Dean. Thanks, Julia, and thank you for listening.